What if every experience, every hardship, every obstacle was given to you, not to break you, but to mold you and strengthen you? What if the center of your suffering was actually the key to ultimate health? And what if your own pain was meant to be the catalyst for your greatest purpose? Welcome to Buddha Belly Life, empowering purpose, mind to microbiome. So what are some tips that you have, you know, for helping people achieve, achieve both? So helping them like, you know, that because I think there's a fine line between being present in your life and struggling to need, want or need to do all the things. You know, so how do people balance that? Like, how do they, how do they do? And I know that, you know, you and I talked a little bit yesterday off camera and we were talking about like roles and stuff and not to like gender role anybody because we do have, you know, varying um, relationships and people. I tend to run a little more masculine than some women, (laughs) Um, but we do have like these roles and stuff and you do have pressure to be a provider. And, you know, and I, I, like, I can identify with that a little bit, you know, like you, you do have a lot of men who have pressure to be a provider. Um, But when I was a single mom, I had pressure to be a provider too and like tend to my home and stuff too and so sometimes I found that that could that gets convoluted when I'm going I also want to be with my kids but my head is here and here and here you know so it's like what are some tips that you find or how do you help people get into that state where they can make peace kind of with both or design that component of their life well yeah I think it's just your thoughts on that even well, I'll address the, 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 the quick relationship um, question first. Dynamic. I think that it's not just that the, you know, the fellas out there uh, are like reinforced for, you know, culturally to be the provider. Like, I think it's somewhat in our biology that we go out and we, you know, fend off the barbarians at the gate. And that's how we keep our family safe. Mm-hmm. Like, so, and, and sometimes they, you know, if, I would come home to, to, uh, to a wife and, and her idea is, is for me to like be present for my kids, like be at home and make sure to be there. But I'd be like, but they're barbarians at the gate. Like yes. it's going to keep us safe. Right. <laughs> so, you know, and I think you pointed out that out too. It's not about like gender roles, but if that is a strong drive that a lot of like men have in that respect, then first of all, like, I think understanding that is going to be helpful in a relationship that is not trying to like mess things up. Like this is him keeping us safe. Um, but also it's a great place where you can like ask for help. It'd be like, you know, like, like the barbarians are slayed, like you're awesome and like, you know, make him the hero. And then he can come back and be present with the kids because he understands that that's what it was needed. Uh, so what I'm talking about is not the right answers of what people should do, but once we start to understand what's important and why it's important in our partner, then all of a sudden we can start to help each other because it doesn't need to be important or his, you know, biology reinforced need to, you know, leave the gate and go home to the family. But if he understands that's important, he's more likely to, and that mm-hmm. way you can have like this, um, this interconnected supportive um relationship and you know loving and all that the juicy stuff too (laughs) but where it doesn't have to be like guilting someone up for trying to keep their family safe Mm-hmm. or, totally. uh, you know, having the, the other reaction there. So, um, well, one tip, you know, like 
figure out your relationships is a big one, I think. <laughs> I, I know, I was like, <laughs> oh, it, yeah. it does. It, to do it that, I think it may be a little bit outside of the scope of the interview because that's very dependent on what's, what's needed. Uh, but I think being able to, uh, to ask for what you need, I think is a big one. Mm-hmm. And being able to uh, listen to what the other uh, partner, what your partner is trying to say. And even if you don't understand, like in making that clear that I'm like, I want to help. I want to hear, like, tell me what's going on. And I like, I want to make this because sometimes we don't know that in the moment mm-hmm. that sometimes it can feel like, you know, complaining or it can feel like uh, overwhelm or something else. But it's usually people trying to do the right thing for like between lovers and people you care about. And That's- I think that. Yeah. That's such a great perspective. And I, it's funny that it keeps coming back to relationships and, and just so people know relationships are a lot of things, you know, maybe you are a single solo, you know, and maybe you, but maybe you have a child or maybe you have a parent or that you're really close with or a sibling or a good friend or whatever. It's still, um, we can run away from life and relationship in a lot of ways sometimes when we get really, really caught up in our goals and we have different seasons of life where that's going to happen, but that communication. So what's funny is what you're talking about is you're kind of talking about communication, but I feel like everybody says communication, but it's so general. What I love is that you broke it down where ask what ask for things that you need and listen to what is needed. I can speak for this so much because I am well, married to a real estate agent, which is like the worst. <laughs> it is the worst because <laughs> you never know when you have to just stop and jump. You be in the middle of like a great conversation finally, and the kids are not climbing all over you and the flipping phone rings right? And, um, or you think that, you know, you're getting ready to make a Sunday breakfast and then all of a sudden they need to go show a house real quick. Like it is, it is rough. And we, we're getting, we're actually, you know, creatively, we're working our way out of, um, being that not out of real estate, but out of being married to that model. Um, Mm -hmm. but it takes time. And so in the meantime, I love that you say that because I, am terrible at asking for things. And I think yeah, a lot of women are. like this too. <laughs> yeah. So I will have an expectation in my head that, you know, you can do this or prioritize this or see that like, you know, us and the kids need some of this or that, but I won't ask it. And when it, if, uh, if I don't see it, I'll get it, you know, it'll, it'll bother me that I don't see it because it's innate to me. It should be innate to you, right? Yeah. And, You're so and then we turn into yeah. the gremlin. And then you're jumping in the other person's yeah. shoes and the other person's going, why the heck are you mad at me? I can never do anything right. But hey, guess what I can do right? I can do business right. I can do, I can do my job right, but I can't do yeah. anything right here because you're just always mad at me and I don't even know what to do better. And, and I love that you get to the bottom of those two things, asking for what you want or need and listening to what the person needs. So much yeah. more... <laughs> descriptive than just for the women out there in the entrepreneurial world like instead of if you notice yourself or your man right or wrong um believes that you're complaining you'll just be pushing him away pushing him into the office and all these sort of things and if he communicates that to you uh say you're sorry and then follow up with a question of what you actually need like oh i didn't mean to complain like here's what i would love more of or like what i need right now or how i want to help we need you more present or we need 
you know, to discuss this or I need your help with the dishes sometimes or <laughs> instead of just, <laughs> yep, well, I do all the dishes all the time. Oh, looks yep. like the dishes are waiting for me again. Wouldn't it be nice to sit down and, you know, hang out? And <laughs> like, that's like what we do. Yeah, right. But, <laughs> right. But yeah, that's a, that's a life puzzle. But I think when you're when you're two and you have like a, a, a communication that is, you know, working some of the time, it's sort of then you you have the opportunity to help each other. Whereas if you have that same dynamic and your communication isn't working, it's hell every day. And you come home from fending off the barbarians for 18 hours and then there's like a load of <laughs> the rest work waiting, right? So, Do you have a desire for fulfillment? Does helping people tap into their own health mentally, emotionally, and physically fire you up? Do you believe in the impact of the gut microbiome on overall wellness? You may be an HWCA coach. For more info on our cutting-edge health coach trainings, visit hwcacoach.com. I think it comes down to is we have to put effort into all areas. And this is, I mean, this is what I deal with as a health coach and what a lot of the coaches deal with is we can't, if we're going to succeed in business or anything in life, we can't only try and put effort, growth effort into the one area. Right. Because yeah. if you're just trying to grow in business and you're ignoring your body, guess what? I'm on the other end of that of all these people that who are getting sidelined um, and they're out of work. They all of a sudden they can't work. They can't do all this stuff because their body is just, you know, toast right now. Um, yep. You know, or same with relationships and things like that. It's like we have to be able to make space to put in the effort in the, the things that are important to us in all areas. Well, like I have a background in, in, in engineering. So, you know, forgive the people out there that this might be a little bit techy, but if you want to like the, the, if you want to build a really high building, like a tall building, Mm -hmm. like call it a successful business, for example, the height of that building will be determined on the strength of the foundation. Mm -hmm. Okay. When you're starting out and you have no clients, you don't need a foundation like nobody will know nobody will care necessarily your house is not very big but when you come up when you come up to sort of like olympic athlete level if you're a slouch then all of a sudden you can't deliver like the other people are and what i you know talk about a lot it's not just again the happiness for the for 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 bliss or figuring out relationships because it's beautiful but what i talk about a lot with entrepreneurs is is performance yeah and when i say performance it's not just like building the house but like when you're happy in your relationships you have that as support it's not extra work or more time that you need to do when you have when your health is on fire then all of a sudden you're like you have more energy, you can get more done. You're more resilient to stress. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is like I, I teach on something called the exponential life. And that is like when you're when you have more energy, all of a sudden your relationship tends to go better because you have more sort of patience and you come from a better place. When your relationship is going better, all of a sudden your emotions do better because there's less conflict. Right. Mm-hmm. When there's less conflict, your emotions are better and all of a sudden your business is better. Mm-hmm. So there's like this ping pong effect and I call it like the exponential sort of like growth factor is that when you can make really small improvements in different areas, that will trickle down into your business too. Because now you have more fuel to deliver. You're more present in your business. You can make mm-hmm. better decisions now. 
And I think the old thinking of like, it's the hours that matter, um, I think just comes down to a little bit of like perspective because you can mean running in the wrong direction and running really fast, <laughs> but like, it's still mm-hmm. not necessarily what's going to help you. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and again, like pushing, 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 because we're not valuing the things. Even just one thing I love about working on the, in the brain gut connection is I got really into learning things about brain function <laughs> and, I was in the, its connection to the gut and things, but all this, this stuff, especially for women, because um, we have more uh, adrenal with, with childbearing and hormonal changes and stuff, we get more of the adrenal stuff. So the brain fog and stuff, but men too. And so it's amazing how many things mess with our cognition, like in our ability to think clearly. So therefore, if you're just pushing harder, you're pushing a broken mechanism and trying to make it roll and it's not you have to you're smart to it's like pushing the car because it's it's breaking down but it's still just sort of running and it's sputtering right what what do you need to do it may take a week in the shop to get it fixed but once it's up and running it's going to actually be running as opposed if you keep pushing it it's going to break even more and it won't run at all and you'll be lucky to even get it into the shop you know and we're like the same way people are the same way yeah, like I use that, that metaphor a lot, like, you know, the metaphor of upgrading your car. Like if you want to, you know, be part of a Formula One race um, and you show up with a beat up Volkswagen, you know, from 1980s, you know, vintage, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like that's okay. You might be able to be allowed in the race, but, you know, probably not going to do very well because the car is not built for that. Mm-hmm. And if you go into the the entrepreneurial sort of space, um it would be interesting to figure out, like for you to succeed at the highest levels, what would need to be in place in your life, including like happiness and drive and enthusiasm and, you know, looking out, out for an exciting future um, in order for you to succeed long term, not just like this week. Mm-hmm. And you know what I've I find too? Of, uh-huh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, what a lot of people do is they, you know, they enter this like marathon and they start out by like dashing 100 yards which is sort of great for the first hundred yards, but it won't help you finish the race or feel good doing it or, you know, succeed in the long, in the long run with that. So you want to make sure that you can have a pace that you can sort of keep going with and get stronger at. And that's a set point you can actually increase. So you can actually increase your performance. So you can go, yeah, like you can go faster with the same energy. That makes sense. Well, and, and I, I, and I don't know if, I don't know if other people struggle with this, but I feel like talking to enough people in business, I, I hear it enough, but I know for me personally, um, I, I love getting in that space. I really love it, but I can get so amped in that space. I can get over stimulated, over amped to a point where I'm easily agitated. I stop being able to focus very well. Um, I don't have patience for the rest of my life and it's actually making sure that I have the other things that I need, like like relationships or like community or um, some rest and downtime nature. It's that stuff that is actually grounding. So if I don't have some of that, then I get too wiry in my headspace, in that space that I love so much. I get way too in my head, like, and it messes mm-hmm. with me. Like I'm, I'm manic more, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's just, um, yeah, just a little crazy. Yeah, but I think that's, you know, that's, I think being aware, I think what we're, what we have the choice 
to do is to realize like where we are and what we need and what would help. So with, you know, in my curriculum, I'm less, you know, uh, focused on like giving everyone the right answer and what people should do in their life. I think until people build their life around who they are as a person, I don't think they're even started playing the right game yet. I don't think they're in the game. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, uh, uh, you know, I, I didn't used to be in the game, so I'm not, you know, sort of pointing fingers here. Like, you know, I'm the poster child of this, but I think that the, um, you know, I have a longer story, like going down that track, but when you can build your life around who you are and your own strength, you cannot believe how much more energy you have, how less, like you don't have to play sort of like a lot of roles. You don't have to put on so many masks, um, which in my world just takes a lot of energy to uphold. And if you're an entrepreneur and you're holding the worlds on your shoulder anyway, it, like it's, it's unnecessary, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And especially as an entrepreneur, like you get to shape a business freely. Mm-hmm. And people and stuff in yeah. the world. And yeah, totally. Yeah. So in essence, I take care of the entrepreneurs that will change the world. Thank you for joining us for another empowering episode of Buddha Belly Life. For more information on gut health and mindset resources, visit BuddhaBellyLife.com. And remember, heal yourself and then empower others to do the same. <laughs>